Plenty happening in the rugby world this past weekend, and we're delighted to have on the show a, a voice that you won't have heard on the station too many times before, a former international rugby player. He played for Ireland in the early 2000s, in fact, right throughout the 2000s, former international hooker, also played for Connacht and for Leinster, two sides who are through to the semi-finals of the United Rugby Championships. His name is Bernard Jackman. Bernard, wonderful to have you on the show. Welcome from Ireland. No, thanks for the invitation, Michael. So great to chat to you. That, that Irish anthem when he plays at rugby matches, the uh, Ireland's call, it's, to me, it stirs up all sorts of emotions. And I suppose with Connacht, Le- uh, Leinster and Munster making it through, just Ulster missing out, uh, it's been a really, really good time of late for Irish rugby. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Our, our under-20s won the, the Grand Slam. Uh, so that's our first back-to-back Grand Slam. We won it last year as well. And obviously, mm-hmm. Ireland were lucky enough to win the, the, the Grand Slam at senior men's level, our, our number one in the world. And uh, with three out of four teams left in the in the URC. So we're nearly... Um, we're waiting for it all to fall apart, to be honest, because okay. uh, we're not used to um, having this kind of success uh, across num- numerous different teams. Well, three of the four proud provinces are, are, are through, I suppose. But uh, Ireland's... Winning the Triple Crown, as you say, the Grand Slam, the Six Nations for the first time in, in five seasons. Obviously, Ireland are doing something right. Now at number one in the world rugby rankings. So what do you attribute the, the sudden success to? Look, I think we've got, um, we still have, we're still backboned by very good private schools who are producing players um, that are nearly ready to play at 18, 19. And then, you know, we only have four provinces. Everything is, everybody is contracted to the IRFU even though it's true, the provincial setup are the, the top 15 players who are on central contracts, but mm-hmm. everything is controlled. Um, you know, they spend a lot of money on good coaching, good SNC, uh, good medical. And also, as I said, the, there's such competition to get into those academy places. Like Leinster only take five players every year mm. in, in the academy, but there's hundreds and hundreds of real top quality players who want to play for Leinster, for example. Um, and I think that competition at schoolboy level, which you obviously have in South Africa, and then a very narrow funnel. So only, you know, four spots uh, or four provinces that they can possibly go to. Right. And it's not like we don't have a player drain like like you guys do or the All Blacks do. Mm. Um, you know, the, there's, uh, the pay is quite good here for players. And also there's a, there's a tax incentive for players who who uh, stay in Ireland. So none of our best players are, are playing abroad. So it's it's much easier to control it. And it's working well at the moment. Also, the news that we received a few weeks ago is the fact that current Springbok coach Jacques Ninabo will be joining Leinster after the World Cup. What do you think he might he might bring to, to, to the side that it might be lacking at the moment? Because it seems if Leinster are really very much at the top of their game. Yeah, look, it's an amazing bit of business by Leinster, I think, to be able to get someone like Nina Barr um, across the board. Um, he's replacing a guy called Stuart Lancaster, who's yes, been here yes. five or six years and is going to Rassi 92. And had a very different... And that, Well, it kind of takes two men to replace uh, Stuart Lancaster because he's one of the few coaches who does attack and defence. Um, so what they're doing is they're promoting from within. Andrew Goodman's going to take on the attack and then Jacques Nina Barr is going to come in and look after defence. And I think... You know, he was in Ireland before. He was with Munster when Razzie was here. Um, unbelievably highly regarded by the players in Munster. That word of mouth um, got to the Leinster players. And I think when they when they realised they needed a new coach, you know, they were very much in the ear of the, the board to say, look, can you try and get someone like uh, Jacques Nina Barr? Because, 
um, his reputation speaks for itself. So a big bit of business for Leinster, and they'll obviously hope that they can send Stuart Lancaster away with the European, the Champions Cup and a URC double, which is haven't, hasn't been done by Leinster for, I think, seven or eight years. So, um, And they're in good contention. They played the semi-final on Saturday against Munster in the URC at home, and then they have La Rochelle in the Champions Cup final the week after. But uh, I think everybody in Irish rugby is excited to see Nino Barr come to Leinster and see what he can do. Having South African teams in Northern Hemisphere competitions, I mean, South African provinces have traditionally played against Australian teams, New Zealand teams, but just having that Southern Hemisphere rugby competition in your in your um, Northern Hemisphere competition, so to speak, what what extra dimension has it brought to to the to the United Rugby oh, Championship? Look, it's it's been phenomenal, really, and and um, you know, last year obviously it was an All South African final with the Bulls uh, playing the Stormers. Um, the two best games I've been to the New URC this year were both in Dublin. Um, once Leinster played the the Sharks earlier on in the year, and then Leinster played the Stormers. Um, so they have added a huge amount of quality. I know the travel is, is obviously difficult for them, mm. and that's hopefully something that can be sorted out in terms of business class flights at least, or try and limit the amount of tra- times they have to come up here. But they've added a, a, a huge amount, and um, obviously the Stormers are the defending champions. They have a home semi final this weekend against Connacht, and you know you'd be a brave man to bet against them retaining the trophy. So um, they're setting the standard, and I think the Irish provinces are, are trying to, to catch them, and, and we'll see over the next three weeks whether it's been possible this year. Well, if it is going to be a, a Leinster Stormers final, which uh, might well be the case, it's going to be a, a really pulsating battle north against south. Just briefly, Ireland and South Africa in the same group at the at the Rugby yeah. World Cup. Scotland also in that group. That's going to be qu- quite an interesting battle in the group yeah, stage. The, the group of hell. Um, three teams who I think are all... Uh, very much targeting this this uh, World Cup and all are going to be in a much better place than they were a year ago. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to be a massive game for us. Both games against Scotland and South Africa. And uh, I, I really think South Africa are going to come good at this World Cup again and, and obviously do their, put their best foot forward to retain their trophy. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, Bernard. I love that Irish accent on our show. It just gives it an extra bit of flavor, extra bit of dimension. Uh, thank you so much for chatting to us and uh, uh, full strength to Irish rugby going forward because they really are an attractive side to watch. And let's hope we can chat to you again on the show in the days yeah. and weeks ahead. Anytime. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. That is Bernard Jackson, who is a former international hooker, as I say, played for Ireland from 2000 to 2008. Also played for Connacht and for Leinster, two of the sides in the semi-finals. Connacht, by virtue of having caused the upset at the weekend and winning their match, they now have to travel to Cape Town to host to play the Stormers. We thought that it might be a send-off for Kitsov last week. It would be his last home match, but he's going to have another chance. And who knows what could happen after that. So Stormers play Connacht on Saturday. Leinster play Munster and those two winners will meet in the final. But as you heard, Leinster also play La Rochelle in the Heineken Champions Cup. So Irish rugby doing particularly well at the moment. They are number one in the world as far as the world rankings are concerned. Let's go to some of your voice notes.